The Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, is pleased to bring you this edition of the Bible study broadcast known as Shi'ar Jashub. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing the Heavenly Authority series taught by my husband and the pastor of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Greg Scalzo. In the current sermon, Pastor has been teaching on the famous section in 1 Samuel chapter 17, which recounts the confrontation between David and Goliath. Goliath has intimidated the Israelite troops, and David has presented himself before King Saul as one who will go out and fight this giant Philistine. Saul questions David's ability, since David is a youth and Goliath is a man of war from his youth. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Greg for the conclusion of the Sunday message. Verse 37, Moreover, David said, The Lord Yahweh, who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. He will deliver. The Lord delivers. God is a delivering God. Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Holy, the name of the Lord is holy. This Philistine has come against the name of God. God's name is holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That sounds victorious. Doesn't sound sad. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation or hard trials. But what? Deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from the evil one. Jesus taught us to pray, deliver us from the evil one. Then why are so many Christians satisfied and staying in defeat against the evil one? Somehow thinking, this must be God's will for my life. When Jesus said to pray, deliver us from the evil one, David has a clear vision that God is a delivering God. He delivers from the poor of the lion, he delivers from the poor of the bear, and he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. It's that simple. He's not debating, well, does God want to deliver me? Does God really want to do this? He knows his God. Now, later on, he'll get in trouble, right? He won't be delivered so easily. Why? Because of his sin. And then he needs to repent. And he says, create in me a clean heart, O God. But when we are praying the Lord's will, when we're seeking the Lord's way, we have a tremendous enemy against us. His name is Satan. He doesn't want us to succeed. And many times he looks like that Goliath. But God is a delivering God, and Jesus said to pray, deliver us from the evil one. The son of David believed as David that the Father desires to deliver his people. God is a delivering God. And from 
Genesis to Exodus, delivering the people out of the slavery and into the promised land, to Revelation, God delivers. He delivers his people. Saul is impressed by David's accounts, by his confidence in God, by his conviction. Maybe it sparks in Saul something of what was in himself when he was under the power of the anointed of God's Holy Spirit and had great victories. And it says in verse 37, And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. Now, Goliath is all arrayed in the impressive armor, the 125 pounds of bronze scale armor, the bronze helmet, the bronze leg things, the javelin, the spear, the armor bearer with the shield. So what is the natural worldly thing to do? Let's dress David up in armor also. And who would have the best armor but Saul? So it says in verse 38, So Saul clothed David with his armor, and he put a bronze helmet on his head, and he also clothed him with a coat of mail. And David fastened his sword to his arm, and he tried to walk, for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. So David took them off. Saul's clothing doesn't fit David, neither physically nor spiritually. He can't be clothed like Saul. And David does not take to it. He's not free in it. Very likely it's much larger than him. We cannot use man's methods to fight the Lord's battles. Goliath has dictated all the terms here, right? You come out, we'll be your service, you'll be our service. He's looking for a toe-to-toe -to -toe confrontation. Why? He's got the size and the strength on his side. And he's dictated the terms, but God's way is not man's way. It's not the right way to fight him, to put on the armor and go out like him. You're going to be defeated. And just because we're in the battle doesn't mean that we have to sheepishly follow along and meet on the battlefield in the way the world dictates. Now, our battlefield, many times, you'll see debates on television. You'll hear Christians speaking to others who have anti-Christian ideas. And there is this tendency to put on the armor of the world, the ways of the world, and fight it out their way. And you're going to lose that way. There is a wisdom that comes from the Spirit of God that goes beyond the ideas of the world. And we have to learn as Christians to try to debate, to try to bring the Lord's gospel, not with the ways of men, but with the way of the Spirit. The anointed of God's Holy Spirit, the wisdom that comes from God's Holy Spirit. David takes off these clothes. You're not going to do it the world's way. And he's going to dictate some terms himself. It says in verse 40, he took his staff in his hand, the shepherd's staff. He chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook, and he put them in the shepherd's bag, in a pouch which he had, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near the Philistine. The sling was a weapon used by shepherds to protect their livestock against wild animals. It's a very simple weapon. Very simple. God's way of victory sometimes is very simple. So complicated the enemy can't see it, but very simple and precise and quick. He 
takes this, this simple weapon made either from a piece of leather or animal hide, and he chooses five smooth stones from the brook. He knows what he's doing, David, right, when he chooses them. Why do they have to be smooth? They're like little bullets. This is ammunition. A sling is a very difficult, very simple but difficult thing to aim and throw, but David has been trained from his youth with that sling. Goliath's good with that javelin and that sword, especially when you get near him, because he's nine and a half feet tall. But David's pretty good with that sling. And remember, his aim will be amplified, because it's a difficult instrument to use, by the power of the Holy Spirit enhancing his abilities and his aim to make sure that stone hits. And when that stone hits, it's not only going to have the power that David gets by winding it up and winding it up, it's going to have the power of the Holy Spirit behind it, pushing it into Goliath's head. A very simple solution using the tools of the shepherd. And we're going to stop it at this point. Lord willing, we'll finish it the next time in the next study. But one thing I'd like to emphasize here, we're speaking about the things that, that make David a good leader. He doesn't just naturally follow along and just put on the armor. It's expected of him to put that armor on and just do it and go out. He's cunning. He's clever. He's establishing some of the ground rules himself. He's going to do what he's comfortable with, what he knows the Lord has trained him with, rather than tying himself to some useless armor and weapons. He draws on the wisdom of the Lord for a simple, effective way. And that's, that's the characteristic of leadership, to think before you act, right? He's not just going to run down there now. He's thinking before he acts. And Jesus teaches us in Matthew chapter 10, a scripture that's important for the church today. In chapter 10 and verse 16, he says, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. David looks like a little sheep, small little lamb compared to this wolf Goliath. Therefore, be as wise, that word wise, thoughtful, shrewd, cunning, as serpents, and as harmless, as innocent. The word in the Greek means pure, unmixed, as doves. We go out at the battlefield with love. As doves, we want to see people saved. We want to see people healed. We want to see people going to be with the Father, not spending eternity in Gehenna. We want the best. But when we go out and speak the good, and we go out innocent, we are facing wolves. And Jesus tells us, be innocent, be harmless, be unmixed, be pure. But be as shrewd, be as cunning, be as thoughtful as a serpent, because you're coming against serpents. He doesn't tell us to be stupid, he tells us to be shrewd. And David here, as he chooses just the right stones that are smooth enough, he knows what's going to make a good little missile, is being very cunning, very thoughtful. He's not doing it the world's way. He's not taking on the battle Goliath's way. He's taking on the battle God's way, and he's being shrewd and cunning, a good steward of what God has given him.
Praise the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you for your holy word. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to remember these things and learn from them, that, that we know the word of God, that we rightly divide the word of God, that we use the word of God even as David uses that sling, Lord, to destroy those Goliaths, to bring down Satan and his demons and bring victory onto your church. Father God, give us the faith to believe. Give us the single-mindedness, Lord. Help us to have a stable, single-minded faith in who you are, that you are the God that delivers your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. You have been listening to the teaching ministry of Greg Scalzo, pastor of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, of Madison, Connecticut. We know it is terribly difficult to find the time to write in today's fast-paced world, but if you could find the time to drop us a postcard, your words of encouragement would be a real blessing. Our address is Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And as always, we welcome you to join us at our church service. Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. May the Lord's presence overflow in your life as you serve Him.